Sedano Show here on ESPN LA. Mike Trudell hanging out with us today, and uh, we will get back to all the drama surrounding the purple and gold in just a few minutes. Brian Windhorst is going to stop by at 5.30. We'll get his thoughts on everything that's happening with the Lakers in a second. But we got to give some love to the Chargers, man. They are playing great football right now. They deserve your attention. And Anthony Lynn, their head coach, uh, joins us here on ESPN LA. Love talking to this gentleman right here. Coach Lynn, thank you so much for taking the time. We appreciate it. No problem. What's going on, fellas? All good, sir. Thank you so much. Congratulations on all your success. Um, let's talk about kind of... What's transpired here this season? You know, last year, you guys get off to the rough start. You finish really strong. Um, this season, you're playing good football. What have you learned the most about yourself, Coach, from your first season last year to where you are right now? Oh, man. I don't, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> There's so much stuff that's going on. But, uh, you know, I guess just... Um, you know, being more familiar with the personnel, uh, second year this coaching staff has been together. Uh, I think we know exactly how to use the personnel that we have, and uh, and me just you know uh, just just kind of organizing all that and not necessarily being so so much hands on. You know, uh, last year I think I was I was really involved, and I feel like I was kind of missing out on some things, some head coaching duties that I should have been you know more focused on than just being in meeting rooms and being in pods with uh, coaches and players. Uh, I think this year I, I kind of get a chance to step back and see the big picture just a lot better, and uh, I can give better instructions from there. Hey, so, Coach, uh, you guys are on a five-game winning streak, and you know one of the things that's impressive to me is you've been doing it without Joey Bosa, who you know I thought heading into the year had the chance to be I don't know one of the one of the you know five ten mm-hmm. biggest difference makers on that side of the football. I know you've been asked this a lot, but and there isn't necessarily a timetable. But what do you expect uh, to, to? When do you expect he might be back, and how could that impact things even further for your defense? Well, I mean, he, he is a difference maker, and uh, we miss him. Uh, uh, but uh, we're not going to rush him back on the field. You know, he's he's dealing with this uh, foot injury. It's uh, you know it's very delicate because there's small bones in, in your in your feet, and. Uh, you know, when he's he's getting better, I can tell you every single week he's he's running uh, football drills right now, and now it's just a matter of uh, you know uh, physical condition. You know, he hadn't played in a long time, so uh, we got to get him you know get him in football shape as close as we can, and then we'll you know hopefully have him soon. But I don't like to put timetables on players because you, you just you never know how they're going to react to certain things. But uh, I think he'll be back sooner than later, though. Anthony Lynn, head coach of the Chargers, with us here on ESPN LA. Um, last season, and even early on this season, it felt like your wide receiving core had a bit of the drops, um, but they have been unbelievable. I mean, they are arguably one of the best groups in all of football right now. What's been the big difference with them as kind of the season has gone on, Coach? You know, I, I like that group, and uh, and Phil McGain does a heck of a job of coaching that group. And you know, it, it was very uncharacteristic in that first game, the drops that we had. That, that's 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 not who they are, and uh, you know they show up every day, man. They're professionals. They go to work, and, and these guys try to get better every single week. You know they they they're constantly working on their skills, and and, and perimeter blocking. You know I think we're averaging over five yards to carry rushing the football right now, and, and a lot of times wide receivers don't get included in that. But you know you, that doesn't happen if you don't have good perimeter blocking. So uh, very these guys are very unselfish, and uh, and and they're talented. You know no, make no mistake about it, they're talented. All right, so I, I was I was talking to uh, Josh Ruprecht, uh, was the PR staff down there. Yeah. You guys have been on the road for I don't want I would say like forty one days between Forever. games in LA <laughs> the Raiders game, uh, London, you know, Cleveland, yeah, Seattle, crazy. and now you got to go yeah. to Oakland. It's it just just ridiculous. And 
somehow won all those games, right? Usually it's the opposite. So now the schedule's about to come back your way a little bit. Home game after after Oakland, you got home games: Denver, Arizona, then away at Pittsburgh, Cincinnati coming in town. What has been the key in just in, in you know setting up, figuring out where the freaking conference room is that you have to go in to eat at? <laughs> you know, because that's kind of stuff. I travel with the Lakers in the NBA, and that that stuff can yeah. be tricky. So that it, it, it impressed me more uh, when I saw what the schedule's been like for you. You know, these guys are very resilient, you know, uh, they're, they're tough. And we talked about this road trip, you know, uh, three weeks ago before we took off. And, you know, we had 10 days we were gone on the road, stayed, went to Cleveland, stayed in Cleveland, practiced there in different facilities and hotels and flew out of there to London. And, you know, and I just told them this is really going to test uh, our toughness. And if we want to be that team, you know, come January, we want to keep building this thing to, to January, then, you know, these are things that we're going to hurdles we we'll have to overcome. And I think these guys are a good job so far just eliminating distractions on the road and staying focused and uh and doing a job and i think it shows on sundays you know coach lynn anthony lynn of the chargers with us here on espn la i had uh read somewhere where philip rivers talked about how he still lives down uh you know south in san diego and you know he commutes and uh you know he's got this souped up suv with all sorts of video stuff that he can watch while he's commuting back and forth is that still the case is he still got this crazy souped up <laughs> suv with all the video stuff you know yes yes he does he has a pretty nice vehicle i've actually sat in the back seat and some days i just want to go down there and work out of his truck you know it's <laughs> hell is nice in my office yeah but uh you know he's got a driver uh, that that takes him back and forth and and, you know, in that way, he doesn't miss out on any of the film study. You know, if he's in the car for an hour and a half or two, he's, uh, I promise you, he's watching tape, he's making cut-ups, and, uh, you know, he's on, he's really on top of it. But the thing that I'm most impressed with, though, is, uh, he sticks around here and hanging out with the fellas. You know, he's one of the guys, and he's not the first one out of here because he's driving back to San Diego. If anything, he's like the last one out of here. So, uh, he spent time with his teammates, and, and, and I think that's really important. You know, he gets an interesting rap, right? Like, I, I felt like throughout his career, uh, you know, he had good, big time success early on. They were in that AFC title game. He played like a warrior basically on one leg in New England and kind of fought through that. And he's had some tough luck because, you know, prior to your arrival, the team, you know, had been very up and down at times. Um, what is he like as far as a competitor? I mean, everyone sees the fire, fiery uh, commentary that he has with his teammates and opponents, certainly. But how would you best describe what kind of competitor he is, Coach? Oh, he's... <laughs> I mean, he's super competitive, super. And, uh, you know, there's no one as competitive as he is. You know, it may be, you know, there's a lot of competitive guys in this league. And there's a lot of competitive guys on this team. But you won't find one any more competitive than Phil. You know, and, and, and not only does he compete, but he's prepared. You know, he, he competes off the field uh, as well as he does on the field. And uh, he's been a really positive example for the young guys coming in to, to watch how he prepares and, uh, and just good leadership that way. Hey, Coach, I understand that uh, you played in the Lakers golf tournament this year. I know you've had lunch with Luke before and I think yeah. met Magic a couple times. What uh, what what did you notice just from those meetings with, with that crew? And what's it like being amongst the coaching fraternity uh, with a guy like Luke and, and certainly under Magic? Oh, man, just just great guys. You know, super great. I mean, the, the, Lakers, the Lakers organization, you know, with Magic and Luke, they, you know, they welcomed me when I first got in town. And, you know, and uh, I can't wait to, you know, spend some time with those guys in the off season. But just picking their brains about, you know, just how to do things organizationally and, and uh, the scheme-wise, 
uh, and, and then just to see the way the Lakers finished the season last year. You know, I went to the first game of the season, and I, and I got to go to one late in the season when they played Cleveland, and it was like night and day, you know, and that's, that's what you love to see is development with players and, and guys growing, and, uh, and I know they're going to get that thing turned around and, and rolling in the right direction. I mean, they, they got great leadership there and, and a good coach. Where would you line up LeBron, at defensive end or tight end? You know what? I would uh, I'd put him at tight end first. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, my red zone threat, my third down, and uh, and if I needed to, I'd probably put him over there to rush in. You know, Coach, we joke about that, but I I really think that LeBron could have been an NFL tight end if you just would have focused on that in high school. Don't isn't that's oh, not ridiculous? Question. Is it? I mean, he's one of the best athletes in the world. Yeah. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah, Gronk would be uh, second best, basically, if LeBron felt like playing tight end. Uh, you know, and that's not a shot at Gronk or even your guy Antonio Gates or those guys. LeBron uh, would have been a whole different level. Uh, Coach, before we let you go, look, obviously for you guys moving here, right, it's been an uphill battle. You're trying to fight for L.A. What needs to happen for you guys to really kind of gain some stake and ownership here in this town? You know, we first of all, you know, we just try to we just try to fight. Period. You know, we fight for each other. You know, and and we fight in whatever community that we're in. We try to make our community better that we live in, and uh, you know, and we want to win. And, you know, we want to win for ourselves. But if if that's what it takes to get the people out into the games, I mean. Uh, that that's great, but we want to win first for ourselves, and and we're going to always you know compete. And I want to put a tough, smart team on the football field, something that you can respect, and and hopefully you want to come out and see. Well, Coach Lynn, you know we're always rooting for you. We appreciate your time uh, to come on during the season. Uh, hopefully, we'll talk again soon, and uh, good luck to you. We'll talk again down the road. Any, anytime, fellas. All right, good take care. There you go, Anthony Lynn, coach of the Chargers right, this coach- year.